Hello, everyone. Welcome. Welcome to my desktop. That is what this sort of looks like. Um, welcome to the very first episode of what we're calling for now, until we change the name, Local Chat, which is a subpixel podcast, sort of where we can talk about games we've been playing, the news, and maybe learn a thing or two. Joining me today is a man who is always by my side. He's a friend. He's a foe. He's a lover. Ian Gibson, how are you? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. Um, yeah, that's about it. Thanks for having me. Uh, you can find me on Twitter. Uh, it's been a pleasure. <laughs> and also joining us uh, from the void for a split second there is uh, my coworker, also lover and friend. Uh, uh, for the first time since the certification of the electoral votes by Congress, it's one Chris Elliott. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they know me before. It's Thursday. You know what that means. Um. No pants. Can I just can I just say real quick? We are killing this intro right here. So if this we can just take it from the top, to a podcast but, I've ever heard. But this time we'll hit the record button and it'll be perfect. <laughs> um, folks, uh, I this is a somewhat long time coming. Uh, I've been wanting to do a, just like me. Uh, I've been wanting to do a podcast for a while, um, and so we kind of did it. Uh, I I. Ian, it was six o'clock today, and I thought to myself, that's weird, no social post. And then I realized <laughs> I'm the one doing the stream. So I quickly made a logo. Um, and oh uh, I quickly. I think the best part is we've been preparing basically all week for this. <laughs> so it was like at the top, at the top and the front, however more to say it of your mind, and you still miss the social media. That's the funny part. And I, I didn't have a thumbnail. I made this crappy logo thing today it's not bad three different times at work today i gotta make a stream layout <laughs> the layout works the layout works i like my layout um yeah this uh, this is fun i listen I, I have a i have a whole thing to watch uh, if you're watching the stream now i i can do this and go now we're going to talk about what we've been playing uh I made this little thing called values. What You Playing. Uh, oh. Ian, uh, what have you been playing? Tell me. Um, Speak to me. I've been playing two games. Uh, one game is called Call of Duty colon Black Ops space Cold War. Yes, I did have to look that punctuation up because <laughs> Call of Duty, like, production chronology as well as naming conventions is almost as bad as Marvel's spider hyphen man it's it's bad <laughs> the uh, spider man <laughs> i okay look i'm just gonna say it real quick there's two things i'm gonna do this year number one is i'm gonna make y'all y-a apostrophe l-l canon it is no. gonna be the new official spelling the other thing is i'm going to officially destroy the hyphen in spider-man because it doesn't belong there it's so stupid Anyways, um, hold on, hold on, hold on. You spell you spell y'all y a apostrophe yes. l l. It looks and we bad. pointed it out. It and Ian goes, "Oh yeah, I do spell it wrong." Well, I'm gonna keep doing that. <laughs> it looks so much better that way. No, uh, it doesn't. As someone, from, as someone, unfortunately, from the south, you disgust me. <laughs> it's it looks better that way. Anyways, um, all right. So I've been playing Call of Duty, and I'm just gonna say, uh, the last Call of Duty that I played was. Last Call of Duty that I played, like the campaign through, and I took seriously was Modern Warfare 2. I wasn't a huge Modern Warfare 2 fan. Basically, everything before that I thought was 
was decent to great. Um, that's Modern Warfare 2 is basically where I fell off the series. And I came back to Black Ops Cold War for like basically two reasons. Number one is it's been getting some decent reviews and people say it looks fantastic on next-gen consoles. Mm -hmm. uh, and I have next-gen consoles. And number two, because people said it has good use of the DualSense adaptive controllers on the PlayStation 5. If ah. Basically the controllers that adjust your tension dynamically so they can make it hard to press the trigger or soft. And they can do it throughout the throw so you can have it soft and then hard. Um, so so basically... Yes, it was. <laughs> so I don't loud. know why he's screaming in the background. So basically I bought the game because it was on sale... I want to play it on my PS5, and I wanted like I, I like the dual the use of the dual sense in Astro's Playroom, and I was like, "Give it to me." It's been a while. I played some Warzone. I kind of like Warzone, so just give it to me. Give me this game. Let's see what it is. And guys, Call of Duty, still bad. Still, still bad. bad? <laughs> it's Aww. like it. It looks it looks good. It looks okay, but the problem is there's literally an option called ray tracing. And you turn it on or off, and it doesn't do anything. And like, like I know enough about ray tracing that I was like finding like reflections and like, like a lamp, like a like a pole in front of a lamp, and like looking at the shadow and turning the ray tracing on and off. And it changes the shadows slightly, but it is not actually enabling ray tracing. Or if it is, it's just like the most BS ray tracing. Anyways, um, it does have Robert Redford in it, which is hilarious. <gasps> That's great. It's not actually. Robert Redford is just a character that looks exactly like Robert Redford. How's the uh has that creepily modeled uh ghost Reagan? It's actually pretty good Reagan. It the mouth is a little off, but honestly, it's right about the same quality as Disney's Star Wars oh, uh, wow. keeps doing with their with their characters. That's impressive. Uh, yeah, it's cocaine? Pretty good. Does he uh, does he use they them pronouns and no. then tell you to commit war crimes? No, he does tell you to commit war crimes. He, wait. Oh, actually, I think great. this is in one of the trailers. He's like, there's this line where they're like, Mr. President, that's illegal. And he, he goes, do you know what these guys do? They do illegal things. And he goes, who do you think ordered them to do that? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> okay, at least he's fair enough. He at, yeah, at, least, at least they're not trying to act like it didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but um, I haven't played any of the Black Ops games, but... This one's kind of weird because they, they keep trying to be like, we're a CIA, like team of three or four on-site covert operatives. And we're going to do this covert operative stuff. So like the first mission in the game has you in Amsterdam in like the early 80s. It's like a couple months after the uh, Iranian uh, hostage situation, which if you recall, is basically the Iranians uh, kidnapped about, uh, several dozen Americans and held them hostage. I think some of them hostage for up to two years. But anyways, you're in Amsterdam. And you're with Robert Redford, and Robert Redford's like, I got a tip. I know there's two guys connected to the, the hostage situation, and they're here in Amsterdam. And you're like, okay. So you, like, walk out of this bar, and he, like, meets up with the head of the police, and he, like, pays him off. So the head of police just, like, like literally locks down the streets and is, like, streets closed, and, like, all the police disappear and all the civilians disappear. And then you walk up to this house, and you, like, it's like a house in the middle of Amsterdam, you know, this Amsterdam neighborhood. And you see through the back window, you see, like, four guys at a kitchen table and he goes there's one of them and then he goes okay bell kick it off and then he hands you a he hands you a submachine gun and you're just <laughs> like okay and you just light up the house right and then all, the all, <laughs> all of a sudden like literally for the next 15 minutes is just this like 
enormous running gunfight through Amsterdam. Like as soon as you shoot the first guy, all of a sudden just like dozens and dozens of Iranian terrorists pop out of this Amsterdam house. And he literally goes, looks like there's a whole cell here. And it's like, yeah, no, no bleep, buddy. Come on. There's like like 50, 60 terrorists in the middle of Amsterdam. And we're all just like shooting and throwing grenades at each other. And I'm like, this is the largest, most well-armed terrorist cell in the history of mankind. What the hell's going on? I know. And then they're just like done. And they're like, great job, CIA team. And it's like. (laughs) High fives all around. It's, It's crazy because they do. Like the there's a little little bit of a I don't want to call it a hub world, but they keep doing like between mission sequences. You can talk to your teammates. Like one of them is like looking stuff up on a computer, and you're in like a safe house. And they have a mission board, and it's literally a big pegboard, and they have all this stuff on it. And you can look at previous missions really and be like, "I'm gonna say the dream board." No. <laughs> and and you can look at previous Hot missions and be like, "Show me pictures of evidence." And they'll like show pictures and they'll be like, this is so-and-so and like literally like a three paragraph story description or be like, this is a redacted piece of Intel. that tells you this, this, and this, like, it's so easy to get into this as this is a CIA game from the eighties. And it's like, heck yes. And then every single mission is just like cinematic popcorn junk with just endless explosions and ridiculous things. Like you go to, they had this really cool sequence. You go to KGB headquarters and you play as a Soviet uh, spy. Uh, it's basically this colonel who's actually working with the CIA and there's like a mini hitman level where they're like, you Ooh. need to get this key card. You can go kill this guy. You can go poison this guy. You can go bribe this guy. And so you're like wandering around dealing with security guards, doing all that. And it's great. And they're like, great. You have this key card. Now let in your teammates and you let in the teammates and they come in with machine guns and just like destroy the entire KGB headquarters. And it's like, what in this like semi-scripted sequence it's i'm sorry this game is just like there's so if much that, if that was an option why didn't we do it in the first place <laughs> it's just like there's so much potential we'll just like, nuke them they... the game looks beautiful <laughs> they're trying new things and just to say it because i mentioned it earlier the dual sense controller with the guns doesn't feel great they didn't implement it properly but it's it's okay i oh, guess that's a shame. and it's just it's just like i want to go back to call of duty call of duty used to be so so good yeah. and it's not anymore and I see them trying to change things up and they're just still stuck in their roots. And it's like, <sighs> anyways, I played call of duty. Nice. Oh, I'm very happy for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, any, anything else you're playing? Yeah. Um, I'll just bring it up. Cause I can't stop bringing it up. I've been playing iRacing racing because I have about two weeks until my next 24 hour <gasps> team endurance race. Fun. And so I'm basically doing an hours. Yes. Well, it's not uh, me. He doesn't have to do the 24 man. hours. Oh, I do, okay, about, okay. I do about six hours of it. Um, so still not it's, amazing. Yeah, it's still a lot. We basically do three two hour segments. So, and we do a smart thing where it's like I'm the US team member, and then there's usually like one or two European team members. So, we're, so they can take the night shift because it's their morning. And then I take their night shift, which is basically the beginning of the race. Anyways. So I've been playing a lot of that. I got a, a, a new load cell brake pedal for my sim rig, which is weird oh. because I now have to drive differently. It's basically more realistic to a car. So I have to like retrain my brain where I'm like, I'm playing a video game, but now I have to drive it like it's a car, if that makes any sense. That is so I'm doing like, doing like an hour of racing every day. It's like my practice session. I'm getting better at it. And it's like, it's like if I was... If I wasn't lazy, it's like I'm running a marathon in two weeks, so I have to run a 5K every day. 
and it's it's cool. weird little like video game exercise routine i have hmm. um that's yeah it? that's pretty much it i may start darkest Ian, dungeon Ian's out here no. practicing like he's oh. practicing for evo i've been no. <laughs> i've been sitting on darkest dungeon i bought it great a game. while back on gog Terrible with like boss. all of the uh all of the dlc so mm-hmm. i've been like that and sunless sea i've been sitting on Sunless Sea, I've talked about this before. It, like, it's, I've talked about it to you before. It's, it is one of my favorite narrative games of all time. It is amazingly written. Yeah. Oh, I'll just try that. Because I do like well-written it. games. But Darkest Dungeon gorgeous. Was, it was free on Epic over the holidays. Yeah. I have a friend who keeps talking about it. Like, that's basically the, the only game he's playing right now. So I'm like, okay, maybe I'll give it a shot. And you know what? Seems it's a really like good game. Once I'm done with uh, Call of Duty, colon, Black Ops, Space, Cold War. Oh, uh, <laughs> Now, Call of Duty Space, space Cold War reminds me of, Ooh. I should probably, I heard Infinite space Warfare War. was good. Did you, you guys ever play Infinite Warfare? That was the one with the no. Exo rigs, right? I played a little bit of it at a, uh, at a friend's house. I recall it being, you know, pretty, pretty competently made, but then I was like, it's still a Call of Duty game. Do you yeah. think they can make a Call of Duty Cold War Star Wars? Not about Star Wars, but about the Reagan era Star Wars? That's kind of that's kind of what this it's is, but yes. But just take it's the name. Do you think they'd win? No, no, they would not. I feel like I feel like there's a way you could get away with it. I feel like oh. if the U.S. government <laughs> gave you the thumbs up, you can get away with it. I feel like if it was a maybe. documentary about the Reagan program, you could maybe call it Star Wars. Video yeah, I can see that. that. That's a playable documentary. Oh, yeah, that's crazy. Um, okay. Oh, well, wait, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh. I just realized though. Reagan Star Wars came after Star Wars. Yes, Star Wars, and I would I, I I'm not certain, but I'm I feel like it came from Star Wars the franchise. So Reagan is you can't uh, really say it's different. Yeah, maybe it did. That's not yeah good. okay. Uh, moving on, Chris. Uh, what have what have you, you been up to? Uh, Thank you. Been Ian. playing a lot of Hades because it's a game that I just haven't stopped yeah. playing since it came out. Basically. Uh, you know, I beat it during Rona times, um, and then you, you gotta. I mean, uh, this is a very <laughs> minor spoiler. You gotta beat it ten times to get the true ending. Um, ten or eleven. Uh, and uh, I've just been slowly chipping away at that. Not too seriously. Sometimes I'll just do like one or two runs, die, and be like, "Eh, I'm I'm done for the day." Great game. Uh. <laughs> Something uh, Fridge and I have said on the other podcast is, uh, man, this game is profoundly horny. <laughs> it is. All the art, all the dialogue, it's great. Mm-hmm. I love that Supergiant Games is just like, hey, you guys want a really gorgeous, well-written, awesome music, great roguelike? Cool. It's also going to be horny. You got to deal with that. <laughs> you got to deal with it. You got to live in our world. I own it. I've it's been just game. sitting on it. It's, I mean, it's... I, I wouldn't... A lot of people have said, like, said, like uh, like Russ Frederick said, this perfected the roguelike uh, concept. I don't agree with that. Um, I think it's a very, very, very well-made roguelike. Uh, there's some things I don't like about it, but overall, like, I mean, it's it's bar none one of the best roguelikes to ever come out. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I feel like for me, it's a lot like Apex Legends, where Apex Legends came along, Battle Royale was already it had its heyday, etc., and Apex Legends basically said, "We're not going to make the same thing. We're going to actually." you know evolve this genre and add things that it needs and add in some interesting mechanics etc and it feels like hades really does that by having you know stories that progress run to run to run a lot of mechanics that Mm -hmm. 
that uh, evolve and level up between runs, et cetera, as opposed to the generic, like, here's your run, good luck. Oh, sorry, here's yeah. your run, good luck. You know, so I, it's, Will, you would definitely love it. It's a great game. Yeah, it, and it was good to see get it a lot of the award nomination and awards for 2020. Yeah, to, oh, yeah, I mean, Although I, I will say I don't think Supergiant Games is a is a indie dev anymore. So like them winning best indie title is kind of like, eh. yeah, yeah, that's true. yeah. I could see that. Uh, what else? Anything else? Uh, yeah, I've been playing uh, Minoria, which uh, if you're into uh, Metroidvanias, you probably know what that is. But if you're not, uh, so this is by the same team that made Momodora, which is like when people talk about like modern Castle of Metroidvanias, they pretty much only talk about uh, Hollow Knight and Momodora, and maybe sometimes Shovel Knight, which is kind of eh, a weird sub sub subgenre. Uh, but Minoria is a uh, it's a spectacle fighter Metroidvania, which is rad. Uh, but it's, yeah, it's a lot of like like dodge rolling and like timed parries and Ooh. like air combos. Yeah. Uh, but it's also a Metroidvania. Uh, it's very well done. Music is good. Art style's kind of weird, but it's it's it still looks good it's like a mix of pixel art and not pixel art uh which is kind of whatever but uh yeah i mean overall the game is really good the boss fights so far are very like interesting and uh engaging and also like level design is just good you because i had super metroid was so long ago i forget how good just a big map with interconnecting things that over that unlock over time you have to double back and do stuff is like it's it's so easy for it to be bloated and annoying. Like, oh, I don't want to go mm. back over there. But when it's done well, like I mean, Hollow Knight's a perfect example of this. Um, a game that has too much free content. Um, it's, <laughs> it's just like, uh, oh yeah, that's actually like I'm excited to have to trek back through that because I have all my new stuff. Yeah. Metrovania is I, I I dropped off them for a long time, but God, they're satisfying. Uh, another thing I was gonna talk about is uh, One Step from Eden, which uh, I talked about how I think uh, Hades is an amazing roguelike, but I have problems with it. I have no problems with One Step from Eden. It is a perfect roguelike. It is amazing. Uh, if you were ever into the uh, Mega Man Battle Network franchise, uh, play this. Just I, I thought, that's it. You you will have a good time. It is a it's such a well made game. I wish I had a story, but man, the from run to run, it is so amazingly done what's the um what's the combat mechanic because i'm looking at some screenshots and it looks like it's like grid based what what like what's so, the gameplay like so you, you never play mega man battle network i'm assuming no um, wow. so that's a it's it's a weird it's a weird style of combat so it, it's basically like you build a deck of abilities cards mm -hmm. um and then you will automatically draw them into like your hand which is just in in once for me it's two uh two cards you can have at once um and uh, you could just get to use those. And there's all kinds of different ones. So, like, for, for example, there is glitter or, or sorry, glimmer ones, which are like, I will shoot a laser beam or like uh, slash, which is I will use a sword. Um, mm -hmm. And there's uh, that goes to all the categories. And in those categories, they have, say, 20 cards each. And you have to, like, basically mix and match and build yourself a deck that you can then uh, fight through. So you have like a basic attack, which is just like, you know, shoot gun. But then you get to expend your resource mana to uh you know you to use your card to use the big sword slash or the huck grenade or whatever it is oh, and then you a... progress and every time you beat every time you beat a thing you get a reward which can either be an item which is something that affects your own like hey you get 50 more hp or something that's like hey you get this new card or whatever the heck yeah oh, and cool. it's, it's very similar to slay the spire in that way 
Yeah, Slay like, Spire, man. Oh, it's another fantastic. Oh, hey, you know what? Uh, Slay the Spire, they're coming out with a board game version of that. Oh, we saw that today, yeah. Yeah, it's not... They they announced it's happening, and the Kickstarter is going to happen at some point in the future. So I am... I think I'm going to take a look at the Kickstarter, but I'm tempted to buy it, because that game is I feel like fantastic. that game could adapt well to a uh, to a board game. Yeah, I've never played definitely. it. It's a really it's a really well made roguelike. It has some problems with particularly like how it scales difficulty. Very similar to Dr. Tony we talked yeah. about earlier. But uh other than that, it's pretty good. And the last thing I've been playing is fucking League of Legends. I don't want to talk about it. Oh. Okay. Good. <laughs> Let's like, go talk about it. I have an addiction. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> the other day, Maggie uh went to hang out with her cousin and then she came back and she was like, I think I want to play League of Legends again. And I was like, why? And she goes, because the whole time I was there, he was just playing it while we were talking. I think I want to play it. And then she asked me if I wanted to play it with her. And I was like, I was like, does it have last hit? And she goes, what do you mean? I was like, where only the person who scores the last hit on an enemy gets like the XP and the gold. And she was like, I think so. And I was like, then I don't want to play it because it's trash. <laughs> gold, gold, yes. XP, no. But, but Ian, trash. you're still correct. You're still correct in not I wanting hate, to play League of Legends. I hate that mechanic so much. Oh God, I I just I, that's what stopped me playing uh, Dota Two was I was playing it for a couple days and I was like getting into it and then I had a match where an enemy my teammate was trying to jungle something and they were about to die and I came in and I landed two hits on the enemy to help him out and they blew up at me they were like you stole my golden XP and I was like oh sorry but I I was helping you and they're like how dare you how dare you and I'm like. <laughs> The game is like actively discouraging me from helping my teammate because I may accidentally steal from them, even though we're on the same team. And then I went and played Heroes of the Storm for like two weeks because that doesn't well, have that, last hit, which makes that's it better. More of your teammate being a jackass because he still gets something even in Dota, but whatever. Yeah, um, yeah. It was one of those things. Go play I was Smite, like, Ian. Everyone loves Smite. <laughs> that very well managed yeah. and well run game, Smite. I just got Love so Smite. I just got so pissed where I was like, my intentions were perfectly good, but the game mechanics yeah. were like in that instance, actively discouraging teamwork. And I was like, that's yeah. trash. That's trash. Anyways. Um, great. Well, uh, anything else, Chris? No, Willie, what have you been playing? Oh, what play? have I been playing, you ask me? I have been playing RimWorld. Transitions. <laughs> Too much RimWorld. <laughs> I love things. I, three things I love in life. RimWorld, Rim... No. I love RimWorld. <laughs> It's Can I ask so... you a question? You've been playing this for like a couple of weeks, so I just want to know, like, I, I kind of know what type of game this is. I want to know where you are. Is it that you're on like the second or third run where you're like, oh, I think I could do it better this time? Are you trying to feel like you're, you're really good at the game and so now you're trying to do a perfect run? Or are you at that level where you're like, I want to do a crazy run. I want to do this crazy thing. I want to do this crazy, this crazy thing. Um, <clears throat> it's. I like that you brought that up because that's the one thing I was going to bring up. This is the first game I've ever played where I am playing it enough where I'm like, oh, I should do like a run where I'm not allowed to use my left, not my left hand, but like, oh, I should do a run where I, my eyes are closed the whole time. Or I should play the entire <laughs> game upside down. But like, I want to be like, oh, I should do a whole run in like the desert. And like, so that's where my holiday video came from. It's like, oh, I should do... A hol I should do a run where I'm in f as far north as possible, starting out with a Santa Claus character and just see what happens. Um, yeah. So that's what I did for that. Um, so I'm playing, I'm still playing my second ever base. Um, okay. I'm eight or nine years in, and I'm just playing that because it's fun. And then uh, I'm, I'm also playing the one I'm recording for future episodes, the other stuff. And then I have like ideas in my brain 
for adding more stuff. And then there's a whole slew of incredible mods that are made for this game. So like there's a whole mod pack where you build your own ship and then you can fly that ship up and fly to other planets or you can have a whole space Ooh. station or there's uh, these vanilla expanded mods where they add more animals or more characters. There's mobs. Uh, there's a couple mods I'm thinking of adding first off, which make the AI a little bit better. So your a character might bring granite blocks to the wall that's about to be built, even though they're not, if it's on their way to do mm-hmm. something else. Um, so it's okay. like smarter AI in that sort of way. But other than that, it's just like the the emergent storytelling is really good. Um, if uh, similar to Dwarf Fortress, you but it's it's more apparent here because you have better logs and better UI. I think that's the one thing that sets it apart from Dwarf Fortress is it's probably not as complex or amazing or incredible, but it just has good UI. Uh, it's not even the best mm-hmm. UI, but it's just more than what Dwarf Fortress is, which uh, is a huge hurdle for a lot of people. Um, so yeah. I think that kind of brings out the more fun um and then it has all these storyteller options with like there's three different types of storytellers uh and they do things in different ways and then you can choose the quote-unquote difficulty of that storyteller um who kind of gives you stuff so that's kind of what i'm enjoying about it is just like running my base day to day uh and then uh it's funny because the one i'm running the long-term one like I save scum all the time. Like a personal die, I'll be like, "Oh, I don't want to. Do, I don't want that to happen." So I'll go back. Versus yeah. the Arctic one is on permadeath, so things just happen, and I think it's way more enjoyable that way. But I will continue yeah. to save scum the other thing. But it's just <laughs> the things like uh, not to spoil too much, but like they started starving in the Arctic, and then this lady's fiance died. She immediately started eating him, <laughs> like immediately. <laughs> Like, love, no hesitation. Like societal things can evolve in that game. It's oh, so wow. it's so it's so like goofy, but also super yeah. interesting. The best description of the game I, I have heard uh, is RimWorld is Dwarf Fortress for people that don't hate video games. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yes, I've have been <laughs> enjoying RimWorld. I've also been playing. Uh, I played Call of the Sea. Uh, which was kind of shown off for some Microsoft stuff. It's on the Series XS. It's or it's XS enhanced, I believe. Um, it, this game doesn't look good. Um, it's like is this the exploration game? Which one's this? Yeah, it's like an exploration game, walking simulator with some puzzles. Um, it's it's the aesthetic. I it's one of my favorite aesthetics in any video games or media, which is like 1930s adventure and like steamships yeah. and that sort mm-hmm. of stuff. I love that aesthetic you'll you'll pull me in anything with that um i kind of played to completion because it was it was fun the story was a little weird the only big issue I ha- oh sorry for the graphics it just seems like it wants to have hdr on but it never switched my tv over to hdr mode oh. um so like everything's super bright and blown out and to the point where like i don't have the most expensive tv in the world it's a tcl but i could you know when sometimes when the TV gets dark or really bright, you can see those lines of where like the the LEDs are, They're like the dark yes. pattern. So I could see that like looking around at the sand and stuff, and it was like Weird. super distracting. And I was like, "Is my TV broken?" Um, yeah. So that was annoying That's, on that, that front. Like they, it sounds like they were like, "We could implement HDR, or we could just bloom and saturate everything." Yeah. So I was kind of disappointed because it, it looked like it was going to be a good looking game. Um, 
So, uh, but the puzzles are my main issue because a lot of the puzzles, they give you more information than you need to finish the puzzle. So you think the puzzle is more complex than it is. Oh, yeah. And that frustrated me because I had to look up answers on like two biggish puzzles and the answers were the first thing you would think they are, not like the the more deeper down the rabbit hole thing. And I get you want to add lore and stuff, but it was just like, no. And then there are a couple puzzles that were just arbitrary for being arbitrary. They're like, yeah, I guess you could just hit buttons for a bit. And I was like, oh, that's annoying. That's a good major puzzle game. Uh, the Witness. I don't like, I don't like those, some slide puzzles. Yeah, but it's a great puzzle. Like the, meet, the meter puzzles. They yeah, teach yeah, you. Yeah. It's it's a masterclass in progression of in rolling like, on information. In, too. Yeah, teaching you how to do things. Um so yeah, it, it's it's okay. It was okay game. It was like 8 hours. I might hop back in and get a couple more achievements uh because they do the great thing where you can load the chapters and you have all your progress. So I'm like oh, I'm like I'm missing two notes in chapter 4. So if I go to chapter four, I have all the chapter notes, and then I'm just picking up the f- chapter four notes. Oh, uh, they do a pretty nice. good way. There's a, multiple endings, which is kind of cool. Um, it's just like the story, I, not because it wasn't a good story, but I think it got too generic. And I, it was, but it was also interesting. I don't know. Uh, and then the only other game I have been playing uh, is Legends of Grimrock 2. Uh, mm-hmm. I beat Grimrock 1 last year it's a fantastic game if you've never played it i highly recommend it i walked um, into the office on tuesday and will like within five minutes like oh i have a new soundtrack for us and he starts playing grimrock <laughs> the main theme to i would play it now if we wouldn't get taken down probably the main theme <laughs> to legends of grimrock 2 is really good and is it's i'm not saying it it's wasted right but yes it is better than it has any right to be and it needs to be heard um it needs to be it's it's very good um i don't know if i'm gonna stick with this i had apparently i had 15 hours in this game um and i'm coming back to it and i'm starting over and now i'm starting to remember things grimrock one's just so good but i i I don't know about grimrock two i might stick with it i might not um other important actually no i won't get to that yet that folks uh is what we have been playing uh, now we are moving on to what I like to call the news. First order of business before we do anything, Ian. Guess what mm-hmm. I bought today? You bought a PlayStation 5. They had a big drop, didn't they? I did buy a PlayStation 5. I missed the Best Buy drop. And then mm-hmm. Wario64 posted bundles from GameStop. And I clicked on it. And I GameStop's great because when you hit F5, it doesn't move the Add to Cart button. So you can just spam it. Uh, so I did that a bunch, and then it wasn't working. I was like, okay, I'm not going to get PS5. Then I'm like, oh, my ad block is on. Maybe that's affecting it. Turn the ad block off. Hit pre-order. Captcha pops. Hit the captcha. Adds to my cart. I just check out. It was like I was buying something, anything in the world. Like, yeah. It was so easy. It was like nothing. It was like butter. Um, it was expensive. Um, because it was Wait, a bundle. Did you? Oh God! But and their bundle. Wait, how much? What was in? No, the no, it's it's MSRP. It's it's. There's no markup. I know it's MSRP, but how much did they? How much extra did you get? Not so. Demon Souls was already gonna buy. Miles already Morales buy. was already gonna buy. Already extra gonna buy. controller already gonna buy. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. well, for Karen. 
And then uh, $20, I think it's $20 gift card. 25 So not bad. So That's a pretty good bundle. That's yeah. Pretty good bundle. Uh, it um, wasn't the it, worst. It just means that, just mental note to myself, I don't need to buy Demon Souls and I don't need to buy Miles Morales now. Okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're welcome. Um, so it's a pre-order, cause, but I'm not sure if it's a pre-order. So they gave me January 29th as the day when it releases. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if that's just when they're getting their next shipment in or when they think they're getting their next shipment in. So anyways. So that's, yeah, that's probably because when I did my Walmart PS5, it was a pre-order. They were like, you're not going to get it till January 9th. And I ended up getting it like, what was it, like December 28th or 29th, something like that. So gotcha. so basically they, they know a shipment's coming. They know how much is in that shipment. And you're you're buying before they've received the shipment. Okay. Oh, that worked. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm excited to get that, and I'm excited. I put minimal effort into trying to get it. So yeah, that's it was good. like that's I, I wasn't stressing out, and now I've now I've paid money. Um, anyways, back to the serious news. Uh, first up on the news, guys, pre-orders are are, are live for th- 3D Crunch Doritos. I don't know why I started so many times. With I've sentence. never eaten these. Are you were so good? excited. You were so excited to get into this sentence. I don't. I don't know anyone that's actually had these and lived. So, I'm, um, I'm not that excited. But Chris brought this up at work today, and I said that's the first news. Someone, story. someone posted this in the on the monitor like news news section um, of our Discord, and I was like, amazing. They'll ship on January 26 if you pre-order them. Orders over thirty five dollars qualify for free shipping. So stock up twelve bags or more. Uh, next news story, please. Next news story, folks. Um, Nintendo bought Next Level Games. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Next Level Games are uh, the developers behind Super Mario Strikers, Mario Strikers Charged, Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon, Metro Prime Federation Force, Luigi's Mansion 3, for Nintendo. Uh, also, Punch Out for the Wii. I love that um, you made Luigi's Mansion sound like an afterthought when it was the biggest name on the list by yeah, absolute far. I don't care. Um, so yeah, they published other games, but these are the ones they bought, they published for Nintendo. Uh, so Nintendo has purchased them up. Nobody knows how much it was for, uh, the deal closed on March 1st. Uh, I did see a rumor going around that it was Nintendo finally clamping down on, uh, Mario portrayals because apparently the Super Mario Strikers portrayal of Mario would like made Japan angry or something. Uh, I'm not sure if that's actually true, but that sounds wow. like something that would anger Japan. This is their first uh, first acquisition of an outside studio since like 2002 or something. Wow. Yeah, they're uh, Canadian, right? Oh, is it Canadian? I thought it was European. It could be Canadian. Uh, they're Vancouver. Oh, yeah, so European. Yeah. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I hate you. Basically Seattle. So <laughs> yeah, seriously. Basically. Yeah, um, so that's interesting. Uh, I, I wonder if they are going to let... I wonder if they're working on a game and they'll let them finish the game? I don't know. How does well, that work? Well, Luigi's Mansion came out October oh, that's 31st, true. 2019. So they've got to have think, something in right now. I think this is just more of a thing of Nintendo is... Nintendo is in the business of only selling you nostalgia. Like, they don't, they don't really have to make new things anymore. They do sometimes just for, like... The business of it, like you know, diversifying your portfolio, but uh, for the most part, they're just like we we can make whatever we want, and you're gonna buy it. And I think like we 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 basically already own this company. They make they make a subsection of games for us. Let's just yeah. own them wholesale. I wonder if their next game was gonna be a Nintendo one, anyways. 
Well, so let me let me read. This is uh, Polygon has an article on it, and they pulled some quotes from the Nintendo statement, and it says, "quote A number of owner directors of Next Level recently determined that the time is right for them to sell their shares," which basically means Next Level was looking for new shareholders, anyways, major shareholders. And then uh, another quote from Nintendo: They expect an anticipated improvement in development speed and quality. So it's probably a big opportunity to buy the studio rather than let somebody else buy the studio. And at the same time, they're like, you know what? We've got games. It's a good thing going. So let's go ahead and buy it as opposed to let it get away from us. Nice. Yeah. The, I mean, the last that. last non-Nintendo exclusive game they made was the 2011 Captain America like movie tie-in game. Ugh. Game of the year, 2011. Ugh. Game of the year every year. Um, here's the big question, though. <coughs> Does this mean we will finally get another Mario Strikers game? <gasps> I never played the Mario so, Strikers game. There was fun. last year Nintendo copyrighted something to do with Mario. It was another like Mario Sports thing. I can't remember the name of it right now. People were theorizing we might we might get a new Mario Sports game that isn't necessary. Maybe it's Strikers, maybe it's something else, but people that was that was like a rumor tossed around. You know, last year when we had nothing to talk about in news because it was Rona times. It's gonna be Mario yeah. and Sonic at the you know, Olympics. It, I mean, unfortunately, out, yeah, probably. <laughs> They they keep putting out the Mario Tennis games, which even though the last one was was better than you expected, it still wasn't great. Then they could at least put out another Mario Strikers game. I like you Mario know. Strikers. Maybe Mario Slammers basketball. <gasps> Mario Slammers about uh, po pogs and you slam them. <laughs> yes, Paper the... Mario. Paper Mario, right. but the battling mechanic is pogs. <gasps> That's actually Ooh. not bad. That's mm. good. Quick, Park run. Park. Nintendo's coming. <laughs> the snipers are across the street, Ian. <laughs> Doug, no! <laughs> um, okay, uh, next up is... Um, oh, I put two of mine in the row. Oh, well. Uh, Minecraft Earth, the hit <laughs> iPhone game that I played for about five minutes at my old job, um, is ending. Uh, turns out, if you make a game based around mobility and going outside and hanging out with other people, uh, COVID said, no, no, no. But uh, I, I don't Matumbo, know. But I've heard Pokemon Go is still doing great, and they, they basically so you don't have to walk anymore. Yeah, so yeah, I they feel introduced like... mechanics to basically accommodate for it. And um, I feel like Minecraft Earth didn't, but they were also new enough that because they only went into in they only released it last year, right? I I feel like Minecraft Earth never uh, took oh, no had right. to be, had to be twenty nineteen had to be twenty nineteen well because we were we were still at the yeah yeah sorry I, last year I meant twenty nineteen seventeenth October twenty nineteen yeah yeah. And I think Will um, and I played it for five minutes that day. We built a like four brick high thing in our office, and then said, "All right." I remember going, "Cool AR!" Like it, it had honestly, it had yeah. pretty good AR tracking. I just, you know, I mean, did you guys ever get into Pokemon Go? No, yeah, but that's because I, I hate Pokemon. A decent amount when I first moved to the city, actually, because I was like, because when I lived in South Carolina, there was nothing for Pokestops. But like here, there's one in every every Starbucks corner. Uh, so I played it for a little while. Uh, mostly when I was temping because I had very little else to do uh, with my days. Um, so uh, yeah, I did that. But like, uh, Pokemon Go is cool. It's it's whatever. But like, that's really that's really it. Yeah, yeah. I feel like with these like AR real world games, it's like a combination of like lazy, introverted, social anxiety, too judgmental. Yeah. All those come together mean that I will never play these games for more than five minutes. Yeah, like Pokemon, so. I feel like is big enough to to merit that. Um, mm -hmm. and Minecraft suffers from two things. One, it's it is even if it's a huge like a you know a gigantic game, 
it is still more niche than Pokemon. Um, yeah. And it's also like a social building thing. And uh, society sucks when you add other people to it. <laughs> but also, like, my, or, uh, like when you're playing Pokemon, you're like, oh, I wish I could go out there and catch real Pokemon. And then that's kind of like that. That's true. But when I'm yeah. playing Minecraft, I'm like, oh, I wish I could go outside and still play Minecraft. Wish I could go out and build something. I could <laughs> yeah. do that. I just don't really want to. Out of mud. Yeah. Um, rocks the interesting thing i thought was anyone who made an in-app purchased in uh the game will get minecraft bedrock edition for free i assume for the pc but that made me think if i just boot up the app and buy something for a dollar do i get do i get a free minecraft bedrock is there something for a dollar though something for for $19.99 isn't Uh, it in game pass now anyways i'm I'm almost certain that it is probably true if not what does minecraft cost ten dollars just buy oh, mine 30 you know what java's what? 20 i had to i think it's 20 because i had to buy it for karen because because java is the way to go um i mean i owned minecraft like yeah. you know all the ways you can because i i just do so i don't really care about this oh machines. bedrock edition is free on any windows 10 pc thank you oh well, that there makes sense uh quick plug for oh, our uh community cool. minecraft server you join our Discord, you get access to it. And send me $5. I'll uh, Discord link in our chat right now. Uh, no, you don't have to send me $5. Uh, next up, news story. Ian, this is one you brought. Tell me all about tech tariffs. Yes. Um, so basically, I've been trying to buy an RTX 3080 card for more than 100 days now since they were first made available. <laughs> He's counting, um, folks. I have I yet that. to get one. I've gotten it in my cart a couple times. I've actually purchased one once and then had it canceled several days later. Basically, it's very hard to get these cards. They're not manufacturing a lot of them because of manufacturing constraints. They're not shipping a lot of them because of COVID constraints. People are wanting them like crazy because they're fantastic cards and they're great for everything from crypto mining to scientific reasons to 4K gaming, etc. So long story short, it's been hard to get them at MSRP. And MSRP just went up, folks, because there's basically a tariff related to technology items that was put in place by the Trump administration um on items coming from china and there were there were cutouts for things like power supplies motherboards and gpu cards well those cutouts they came back in effect so basically the tariff came back and as soon as it did uh companies like asus and msi etc they basically said these cards are now a hundred dollars more so for example an rtx 3080 went from uh, I believe it went from uh, $749 to $859 overnight. Gee. They are passing on some of the tariff costs to the consumer, which it makes sense. I don't blame them for it. It's just, it sucks. These cards that are already very hard to find at MSRP, yeah. well, now MSRP is even higher. So um, it's, it's a matter of like, I get it. I'm not happy about it, but I get it. Yeah. And, yeah. and you know, I'm not trying to say anything political, left or right, center, libertarian green etc but it's this is definitely one of those instances in which it you got to realize things are interconnected so if you're just some dingo like me who's trying to buy a graphics card and all of a sudden the price goes up maybe it's related to those politics you don't care about so it's one of those things where you know it's good to stay informed in politics it's good to vote for people whose policies you support or against people whose policies you don't support again i'm not endorsing a party or another this is just a good example of it actually politics do matter and they touch almost every aspect of life yeah and this is a very clear instance of including video games so uh just a crazy story it was funny because 
when the price increase happened. Um, I believe Asus was the first one to do it, but they increased the MSRP. They didn't put out a press release yet. So everybody was like, oh, they're scalping us. The manufacturers are raising <laughs> the prices because they know they can get more for them. We'll pay it anyways. And then, and then slowly the press releases came out and the journalists were like, no, wait, maybe this is related to the tariff ending. So it was like over a day, people went from like outraged at the manufacturers scalping us to like outrageous tariffs, you know? Also <laughs> like, crazy. also like, oh no, we want this product and they're going to charge us more for it. No. It's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Supply and demand. <laughs> Welcome to economics 101. What is this? Yeah. Well, so th there was a crazy story uh, a couple months ago. This was a couple weeks after the 3080 came out. I can't remember the manufacturer, so I'm not going to name one, but basically there was a manufacturer who had a couple of subsidiary companies. So like you have GPU manufacturer and then you have like Asia and GPU manufacturer. You have like GPU plus manufacturer, et cetera, that is owned by the parent company. And that company only does business through eBay. So you go to their eBay store and you buy cars through them. And they started selling GTX 3080s at like $1,400, $1,500, which is like five, $600, $700 above wow. MSRP. And, and people were livid on Reddit. They were like, excuse me, you are the manufacturer and now you're just shipping brand new cards to one of your subsidiaries to then scalp on eBay. And they immediately were like, oh no, we're sorry. We accidentally sent them this, these, you know, they're only supposed to get remanufactured cards and they're, they're doing this against orders and they like immediately shut it down. But there was literally an instance of a manufacturer scalping their own brand new cards rather wow. than sell it for MSRP. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. That's nuts. That's illegal. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so I just wanted to bring it up. It's just a crazy news story on top of the crazy RTX release series saga already. Yeah, that's that's. I'm glad I'm not trying to buy a new graphics card because. Yep. That sucks. Uh, is uh quick. Is that's something tariff, like that could be re repealed, ended tariffs um, end. Yeah, because I believe it was just an executive order. This tariff. Gotcha. It and was that's. Not, it was a, not, passed through legislation so it'd be pretty easy to rescind it and for the dumb people watching the stream uh tariff would be that so that extra money that they pay to the tariff that they're trying to earn back by raising the price msrp that is taxed directly to the government uh yes so basically the money goes I, to the government that's right yeah so basically if you are importing something in the united states so like let's say i am asus usa and i am getting cards in from asus factory as soon as that hits U.S. shores, you pay the, money. Uh, customs customs says you need to pay an extra X amount of money gotcha. per item because of this tariff. That's it's something that, that's affected my job actually because because I deal with overseas manufacturers, etc. And some of the products we get in, we've had price increases because of tariffs. And that just you know? that's just on China right now, correct? Yeah, I believe it's only China. So a lot of people are switching their manufacturing to to Taiwan, etc. Gotcha. Singapore. Interesting um great well i'm excited for that uh chris what's up with respawn so uh respawn i'm just gonna read the thing verbatim respawn's working on a mysterious new game that promises the players will be able to adventure forever in it um it does note that this is a new ip uh that will feature some sort of rolling content schedule that means the game can be supported for years or longer <laughs> Uh, I would like, just like to know, just like to know, first of all, or longer, uh, but second of all, years is not forever. Um, that's, that's uh, not a forever, but, um, yeah, uh, respawn, this is just a weird thing. Respawn in all of their like job applications. They're just like, here's what we're working on. 
Whatever. Yeah. We don't care. It's Star Wars. Big whoop. Want to fight about it? <laughs> Which, like, it's got lightsabers. For people that talk about gaming news, hey, Respawn, thanks, dog. Um, hey, we're working on a mediocre Star Wars game. You want to come help? <laughs> you got it. We're yeah. thinking an 8 out of 10, 7, around there. I'm say, we're, we're literally aiming for like a 75 out of 100. If you guys can help with that. And then Respawn's like, hey, that's our fucking niche, baby. Ah, dang it. You know. We're going to release it right after the Game Awards so everybody completely forgets about it. And it's hey, not available for any nominations. Here, 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 here you go. We'll just release it in a terrible year so it'll still make it on some people's Game of the Year list. Hey, what if There's they just interviewed me in the... Taste. What if they just interviewed the game director in the crowd and made him say the name of the game? And then nothing else. Oh, oh my goodness. I forgot about that. Love E3. Um, great. What a well I'm excited. I like Titanfall 2. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, liked... honestly, Respawn doesn't really make doesn't really miss. They pretty much make good stuff for almost exclusively. So I'm pretty amped yeah. for this. Yeah, Apex is good. Um, uh, Star Wars. Great. Titanfall about... Two is one of the best first person shooters in the last like ten years. Yeah, I, I was just thinking about that because playing um, uh, Call of Duty: Colon Black Ops: Space Cold War, I was like, you know what? I miss good FPS so single player campaigns, and it made me want to replay uh, Titanfall Two. So I mean, the last two levels of that game are like, probably. Like, arguably some of the best like first person shooter levels that exist yeah. yeah there's there's a there's a a mission environment in um cold war that is like i see you're getting creative here and you're really trying something but you're not quite pulling it off and it just yeah, reminded me of rough. that fantastic house building factory area oh, in Titanfall 2. i forgot about that that was incredible so the level design in that game is amazing. Even the first yeah. level where you have to go get the individual parts to boot the robot up. Oh, yeah. You just made me remember I forgot. You made me remember I've forgotten enough of Titanfall 2 to play it again. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Man, yeah. I'm going to play that. Um, but I do hope the multiplayer isn't sucks, though. Yeah. It isn't future. I mean, I'm kind of hoping they branch out. I, want, I feel I like want something. the phrase yeah. adventure forever makes me oh, think. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, a lot of people are saying it's going to be a Destiny like. I'm sorry, but Chris, you said Respawn doesn't miss, but I don't know if you're aware of the Medal of Honor Above and Beyond VR game that I'm Respawn aware that it exists. I didn't play it. It came no, out. It came out. I did not play it because it got terrible reviews. So I'm actually a little worried now that I think about it because I don't know what team they're putting this on. Well, I can't you know imagine I mean? that team. I, I, I hope not, but at the same time, that they just shipped a game. So maybe. Like, yeah, maybe, but I feel like that's so quick to start to start a new fully fleshed out project. Yeah, it's it's just that's the only thing that makes me hesitant is I well, wasn't a big fan of Fallen Order, but it was still well done. And then Medal of Honor apparently was just like just real bad. So, well, a lot of people that. think it might be the Apex team because the Apex team was recently split. They added a bunch of people and then split the team mm -hmm. um, because it was and it's a smaller team now now maintaining Apex because I think that game is. Uh, not winding down, but I think they're like devoting less resources to it because they, for a while, yeah. took people from other teams to put them onto the Apex team. Yeah, gotcha. Um, fair, that game's um, great, though. I don't blame. I, I will say, when I think about games, when I think about developers that could do Destiny better, Respawn is definitely up there in terms of getting yes, three, four, three. Respawn, like they just they just know FPSs so well. Yeah, that's yeah. I mean that, they were literally invented to do so. So I I'm not surprised yeah. by that fact. But yeah, what if what if somebody took Destiny away from Bungie and made it actually good? Yeah, you gotta get Activision's claws out of it though. <laughs> They're already out. Yeah, but the talent marks are still there. You gotta, they, <laughs> They're no, fresh. You know, gotta, gotta bandage those up. 
Chris, um, I don't think we've had this discussion before, but Will and I have. It's like it's time to start blaming Bungie for their own mistakes. <laughs> That's <laughs> fair. That's fair. I, I mean, I, I, I've never liked Bungie as a company. I like, I don't know, I don't know how they became like internet darlings, like when they're just like, another mm-hmm. scummy FPS company. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just to go back to VR, because you mentioned it, uh, mm-hmm. that Hitman Three VR trailer came out today, and boy, I wish I had a PSVR because it, it looked good. It looked, it looked like good, so but much fun. The PSVR is a terrible piece of hardware. Yeah, oh so yeah, it looked. Just, I mean, mm. it just looked like fun. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it looked it looked just goofy over over the top enough, which is like a a line that Hitman rides very well. Yeah, yes. so I, I'm yes. kind of bummed about that, but also in other news, uh, Donald Trump can no longer use his Oculus. Um, very sad about that because he's been banned mm. off Facebook. One of the best <laughs> things to come out. Still, still still days. Days. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, yeah, nothing else going on with him. Uh, my <laughs> my next story here. Uh, so. Uh, a Twitter user, hey, I'm heroic, did some digging. Uh, I believe they're part of the modding community for Breath of the Wild. I'm, I, sorry, excuse you. They're a certified me expert. Uh, they're cer- yes, they do say that they're certified me expert. Um, well, they're, they're the only person on the certification board, so yeah. <laughs> um, ESRB rated. Uh, apparently, Breath of the Wild NPCs appear to be based on advanced me's. Uh, I think the gist of that is that they use some sort of thing based off of the Miis from Nintendo to then create the characters in uh, the Breath of the Wild. This only applies to the highly inhuman human characters. Uh, the quote here I took was, Hi, me expert here. Uh, this is written by Hey, I'm a Heroic. Turns out the NPCs in The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild used an advanced version of the Mii format. That means with, that with modding, you can inject Miis into the game. Uh, there's a couple pictures in the link uh, of uh, like comparing me's to the characters in the game, and then also people being like, "Oh, I wonder if this character is based off Awada's me, and I wonder if this character is based off of Robin Williams, and all this other stuff." Uh, it's not mm-hmm. a huge discussion point. Uh, I just figured it'd be cool to talk about that. It's one of those that. things that's like I don't I don't know what to do with this information, but I recognize that it's very cool and very interesting. Yeah, it's neat. I, I hope like a mod comes out of it because I have an idea brewing and uh, that would be a cool mod to uh, check yeah. out in that game. It'd be cool if someone made a mod where it's a, almost like a roguelike uh, breath of the wild where you're just playing as oh. different randomly generated me Hylians. <laughs> oh yeah. That's yeah. Pretty- I, I just really like the idea of them. You know, there were, there were some, um, there were some dice talks earlier about, basically the tools they use for development and how that helped them. And I just really like the idea of the developers going, we need to make these characters and somebody saying, well, let's just use, let's just use a modified version of the me creator. Like it's already been made. It already works really well. We'll tweak it a little bit. We'll dump it into a new version of me's. It's just, it's so smart and it works. And it's how they were able to put that game together so well is just by removing as much development friction as possible. And that's fantastic. Yeah. Real smart. Uh, so uh, keep an eye on that. See what comes out of that. Uh, Chris, uh, tell me about PUBG. So uh, in a translated, looks like someone's like notes section on their phone. Uh, PUBG Corp confirms they're working on PUBG 2.0 and PUBG Mobile 2.0. I noted this probably won't get PUBG Mobile unbanned in India, which was its biggest market. <laughs> um, it was it was such a problem there with people playing it too much. They had to ban it nationally. 
That's, That's crazy. crazy. Wow. Um, but yeah, linked images of translation. It's kind of unclear if this is a full sequel or not with the with the PUBG 2.0 being the modern. If it was just PUBG 2, I'd be like, okay, it's a sequel. 2.0 makes it sound like maybe this is a Fortnite Chapter 2 type situation. Yeah, or like a big upgrade. Or yeah, like, like a big thing. Uh, but it also uses the phrase authentic sequel, whatever that means. I can also see them... Uh, like calling it PUBG 2 so when it's released it's not immediately it's not already banned in India like they'd have to pass yeah. well I also wonder thing. if they're going to drop the, the PU uh, joke there out of uh, out of the PUBG branding because it is just called ba- Battlegrounds or BAD oh that's true places. yeah um, and also yeah. like PUBG if you just say PUBG it sounds fine but when you say it's player player unknowns Battleground it's just like what yeah um, yeah yeah, I mean, I, I we Will and I were shocked when we pulled up the the player count for this game. It's still what was it, like a third yeah, was, of a million people played yeah, every single day. Four hundred fifty thousand is still the regular peak. Yeah, it's huge outside the U.S. You know, because um, the U.S. is basically Fortnite Central now. But yeah, but outside of it, especially in Asia, it's it's still big. It's yeah. still a better game than Fortnite, to be clear. Yeah, yeah um, to be perfectly clear. Uh, I'm, I actually, I, I actually pulled up a thing because I, I was curious to see like what the current state of the game is. Uh, they made a lot of improvements to that game. It doesn't run nearly as hitchy as it used to, even like I, even when it was like in its "Hey, we're finished now" form. But like, yeah, the game. Mm-hmm. It looks like they've done a lot of good stuff to it. I might try to play it a little bit, That's bit not again. A bad idea. Uh, maybe for a stream. It doesn't seem likely that I'd play too much of it. But uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I'm <laughs> Will made the joke of uh, I'm very excited to see how this ties into. Callisto Protocol? Oh, yeah, Calico the Callisto Protocol? Project. Oh, yeah. The, the, Dead, Space the Dead Space set game. in the PUBG universe that's coming out, uh, which it I'm did, very it excited make, for. It did, it did make you and I say, um, what if it's PUBG but in space, which I I am so here for. Yeah. Um, PUBG also, on space station? Heck yeah. There's that prologue game that uh, Player Unknown himself is working on, which isn't confirmed to be a PUBG game, but with a game name like Prologue, Isn't I it Prologue assume... colon a battleground story? I think it, it's just Prologue period. Oh. Still um, weird. Yeah, so that'd be cool, but <laughs> I am guess it has to be a PUBG-related thing. Uh, anyways, up next, um, the Dishonored co-creator is working on a new arcane game with the Dishonored and Prey developers. Uh, speaking to a Spanish-speaking game site, uh, Vandal, I I assume they're a Spanish game site because the site was in Spanish, but I tried to Google Vandal, and I could not find a link to the website. So, oh, isn't um, Vandal a... Fox? Oh, wait, I'm, I'm sorry. You're saying you couldn't find a link to the Vandal article? No, there was a link to the Vandal article, but then I couldn't, I couldn't find the website outside of the article. Yeah, maybe I'm wrong. I thought Vandal was like a Vox property. I think either I was being very stupid or like... I, I think because it's vandal.lspanol.com. Right, right, right. I just meant I was trying to like Google for them to see like the unofficial thing from them or anything, but I couldn't Did you really go to the it. Spanish Google? Oh, I didn't go to Spanish. I don't know what you're complaining about, but I, I'm done making fun of you if you want to move I on. was trying to find like a wiki page so I could be like, oh, this, this is officially this is what a, they are. This is a Spanish games media yeah, outlet. So that's basically what I said. Uh, so uh, Harvey Smith said, uh, I'm not on Deathloop. I'm on something else working with guys who made Dishonored and Prey. Uh, Dishonored games, did you guys play those and like them? I've played every I... Dishonored game and DLC. I played the first one. I played it for about five hours and then I dropped it because um, it 
it was trying to present like a living world, but I remember there is an area in the first game and I snuck in there early and I killed everybody. And then I went back to the main story and they were like, here's your mission, go to this area. And I went back there and everybody was alive again. And so I dropped it after that. I think it was a fantastic world, great story. I think it has some cool mechanics and everything. Mm -hmm. I just, that that was enough to break my, the break the world illusion for me. Yeah. Yeah, I, I played the first one and beat it. And then the second one I've tried recently, not when it came out. And I was like, eh. Um, Chris, you said you, you've beaten them all. Yeah, I played played uh, all of them in, in the DLCs. Um, Dishonored One, I think, is a fantastic game. Like, just every, I think it pretty much nails everything. I, I do agree. There is a bit of like the uh, problem with the whole like it's an open world, but also when you're not on a mission that involves this part, that part of the world doesn't matter. So there's no yeah. point in going to a different part of the level that you don't need to go to. Um, but uh, like, oh, like that that game, its aesthetic is it nails it completely, perfectly on the first try, which is crazy for a new IP at the time um and i think it's overall it's just a cool game i I like you know it's basically hey we fixed thief that the guys are in the room they remade <laughs> yep. thief um yep. oh. and uh, D, uh dishonored 2 is a really good game uh it does struggle so dishonored has the whole you can either do all the basically good karma uh don't kill people and uh, do it the perfect selfie way or the bad karma kill everyone way um that's basically what the endings break down to there's not really much of a neutral ending um dishonored 2 unfortunately has the same system which is great and all but unfortunately because you can play as either the main character from dishonored 1 or the princess in dishonored 2 um uh, that game has a really bad problem of there's actually different correct endings for both characters uh Uh, where you're supposed uh to play the princess is the lethal path and the and corvo is the the non-lethal path which is like which is a cool concept but look y'all i'm not gonna play your game twice to get both of the endings to then get the true ending because you got the two separate endings (laughs) <laughs> i'm not gonna do that come on yeah. please so like a uh, sane person i watched the true ending on youtube <laughs> like a I sane the person game once. um okay and also uh i was gonna say thoughts on prey uh quick uh i liked prey a lot the first three-fourths of it were very good and then yeah but see, the last one of the endings was not okay. great it kind of was uh, honestly the first twist I kind of guessed that ending twist. I did not. And that was what got me. But other than that, I hate the ending twist. Yeah, it's kind of stupid, but it's also neat. I I will say that has one of the best first hours in video games. Yes, it's very good. Um, Okay, moving on. Chris, uh, what is Roblox? I don't want to talk about this. Uh, (laughs) Roblox uh, is trying to go public. They've done this before. They're trying again. Uh, And they want they think they think their market evaluation is 30 billion dollars that's a billion with a b the big one um which is wild to me because this game averages about a thousand viewers on twitch which is not a lot but uh they make a crap ton of money and have 180 million concurrent players sorry uh unique players a month which is a lot <laughs> that's uh, crazy. they uh, they they were evaluated at four billion dollars by the sec last time they tried to get an ipo uh, they recently raised about a half a billion in fundraising, and uh, they've also been making a ton of money. By the way, they somehow never made a, a profit on this game, which is wild to me. Um, but yeah, they're asking the SEC for an evaluation, and they think they're worth $30 billion. So we'll see about that. When was the... Does it say when the initial evaluation was? Uh, I don't uh, I don't remember it saying, early... so it probably just didn't say it. Earlier in the year, that had suggested the company wanted to double its then most recent valuation from four to eight. 
La- that's last year. Well, was- so let me put it this way. I'm looking at fourth quarter 2019 numbers. They made $138 million revenue. They made how much money? $138 million of revenue in a single quarter in 20. That's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> for a, this for is a, for a 20 year old game. Roblox is, I'm not, I'm not saying they're worth 30 billion, but they are worth a lot of money. They're, they're similar to Candy Crush, Farmville, uh, Clash of Clans, etc. They are one of those games that you should not pay attention to because it's bad, but for somehow they have captured a market and they are horribly monetized. And they're definitely rolling yeah. in cash. It's also worth note that companies do, you do put yourself at a higher number when you're going to the SEC, expecting them to knock you down. Yes. Yeah, that's, that, that's the thing you do. So they'll probably be evaluated around 20 or 15 billion, which is still a lot of money for a 20 year old game. Yep. Um, uh, great. Roblox. Not, I don't, I don't know. We were watching a Twitch stream today and I was confused. Um, yeah, final... I, I don't even know it, Roblox is like I wouldn't even say it's it's not like League of Legends where like you can ignore it but it's popular on Twitch it's it's a it's a YouTube game it is 100% it, a is, it is it is a content creator game which I yeah all, yeah all the and then it's it's all the little kids are in it and the kids are in it and then they just start spending money on it uh, so it looks like I gotta get in this game <laughs> <laughs> yeah we, we should become Roblox streamers uh, yeah. um I love the way Chris says it Roblox it makes it Rob there's a Locke, guy whatever. guy who sells locks named Rob. Robert Locke. Mario, Mario playing Rob Locks over there. <laughs> oh no, I am that guy. Now. Oh, we no. should make we should make a game called Rob Locks. R A W B L O X. Oh, this is good. Rob. Uh, speaking of good ideas, uh, it's a good idea for you to go read this Xbox 20 year anniversary article. By Bloomberg, how an American video game empire was born. It's got a lot of interesting tidbits, like how they Microsoft wanted to buy Nintendo at one point. To buy Nintendo. <laughs> uh, after the N sixty four, I believe came out. Um, uh, I I didn't take any notes from it because honestly, it's just basically reading about the history from the and it, it's an article is very interestingly interestingly written because it's all snippets of interviews. And there's no other voice other than the people directly talking. And yeah. then occasionally so, some flavor text to like lead you to the next thing. But yeah. uh, so it's not the, like the Nintendo bit. Um, I'll give a little bit of context on the Nintendo bit. Basically, instead of to do to kind of jumpstart their their foray into the games industry, they were looking at companies to buy. They reached out to EA. EA said no. Then they went to Nintendo. They actually met with Nintendo and they quote just laughed their asses off like imagine an hour of somebody just laughing to you that was kind of how that meeting went end quote <laughs> that's so good um but they also say they had nintendo in our building in january 20 2000 to work through the details of a joint venture where we gave them all the technical specs of the xbox the pitch was their hardware stunk and compared to sony playstation it did so the idea was listen you're much better at the game portions of it with mario and all that stuff i'm sorry mario and all that stuff why don't <laughs> you, you let us take care of the hardware but it didn't work out. That's actually an interesting partnership is basically they either buy or partner with Nintendo. Nintendo takes care of the games. Microsoft takes care of the hardware. That would have been crazy good now that it I would, think about it. It yeah. would have completely reshaped how games as an industry is now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was that was kind of a, a nice tidbit to see. Yeah, in that's this. interesting. Uh, so definitely go give that a read. That's over uh, on Bloomberg. I'll I'll try to post the articles in the YouTube archive too just so people can uh, check them out. Um, that's the news, folks. Uh, how are you guys feeling? Good about news. 
Good about news? You're enjoying the news? You know, honestly, it's um, first, second week of 2021, whatever you want to call it, in the middle of the second COVID lockdown. Pretty good news lineup. Yeah, considering what we don't normally get the rest of this time of year. I would rate this news lineup a solid 7 out of 10. Wow. Oh, it's the you heard that, folks. <laughs> oh, I was going to say the fallen order of news. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, moving on from the news, uh, we're going into a little bit. We'll try to be quick on this since uh, it is already been an hour, but not too quick, folks. Uh, we're going to talk about the 2021 video game releases release schedule. Uh, we're just going to take like a brief look at it, uh, kind of comb through it, Say what we're looking forward to, what we're not looking forward to. Uh, I thought that would be... I, I had another topic that I was going to teach you guys about, but this seemed like more fun, and I will save that for another time. Uh, also, I was too lazy to do it. <clears throat> you wouldn't do the research for me. <laughs> um, anyways, let's do this. Uh, you guys got the webpage open? I did. Yes, uh, sir. We'll kind of go through this. Uh, actually, let me post this in the chat if you want to... Christmas cracker... Yeah, there's not that many at once we get to April, so we can actually uh, just meme through the the dumb ones in January and February. Because <laughs> yeah. I do want to, I do have a couple of small jokes. Um, uh, Ian, I know you're excited about this first one. Let's go. Uh, I, was, I I've never seen Cobra Kai. I heard it's a good TV show. I was just surprised by the fact that it exists because I thought Hollywood movie slash TV crossover video games was kind of dead as a genre. So to see one every now and then is like. Oh, I guess they are occasionally making some of those. So <laughs> it's Cobra Kai. The Karate Kid saga continues. Came out two days ago. So grab your copy for PC. Uh, next up uh, on here. What's Iron Conflict? No idea. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, I'm Maybe we should one. just do highlights and skip uh, all the way I am, ahead to I, I, I Hitman am doing 3 on January 20th. Wow, you're just like plowing away. Man 20. Uh, yeah, that's fine. I, I just was genuinely, I, for a second, I thought it was Iron Harvest. That's why I was confused. Hitman 3, January 20th. I already pre-ordered the expensive edition because I like IO Interactive and I want them to have money. Uh, the medium January 28th looks like a spooky, scary game. Yeah, it looks uh, cool. I mean, I won't, they be, apparently, I won't be playing because I don't have an Xbox, but it looks great. They apparently patented, uh, scary. something. They patented the two camera thing. Uh, so yeah, we'll it's like the way that goes. The, the the engine works. It's like a it's like it's basically an engine that can have one thing influence the other. It's it's a whole thing. Yeah. So I'll probably check that out on stream, because uh, I thought that'd be funny to play a scary game. Uh, February, Control Ultimate Edition. Uh, me thought that already came out. It did not. Uh, Xbox nope. Series XS. Speaking of Control Ultimate Edition, I played some Control on Luna today, the Amazon oh, yeah. Stadia competitor. Uh, uh, are you allowed to talk about that? Uh, yes, I'm pretty sure I am. This is just early access. How about I cover for you while you look it up real quick? Uh, the okay. Control, look, I know it's, it's <laughs> Control, but it's the next-gen edition that comes out on February 2nd. You do not get this with yeah i was about to say yeah it's not a free upgrade i i think actually i think it's only a quote-unquote free upgrade if you bought the new control game of the year edition correct yes if you have that edition it's it's an automatic upgrade the old edition i want to say you get a discount but i cannot confirm that yeah yeah i i think i'm interested to see how this performs in terms of hardware because control 
was it's it's been a ray tracing darling on the pc so i'm curious to see if it fully takes advantage of yeah. the hardware ray tracing we're on. talking about the other because i wasn't aware of the fact that like it, you can see yourself in like windows and stuff that's amazing yeah. um, but the problem was but was, also it would run it before the 3000 series cards yeah but also i believe the ultimate edition is going to just be out uh on game pass day one so if you have an xbox you want to play this you're great if you have a playstation well <laughs> sucks yeah. to suck yeah yeah um i don't uh, see anything about anything about not talking about it because i i was invited okay. to it straight through amazon and their faq says nothing about it i, I mean i could probably stream it I'm not going to because uh anyways it just like i play control and it's like wasn't even on it was 1080 but it like there were no reflections in the glass even like i was like no maybe they'll have like a little bit of the ray oh. tracing like nice stuff uh, and it didn't even load that, that fast, and it didn't even. That, play that, that sounds well. like they're just running it on bad hardware and then yeah. streaming it from that, so, as opposed to yeah, which kind of sounds like it might be the case overall. Uh, so yeah. I reminded myself to cancel that in six days, which I'll probably just cancel it now because now. I don't care about cloud gaming. How do I, I literally keep closing this tab? Uh, next up, uh, what Neo Two? Don't care. Neo Collection Neo might collection. care about that. Super Mario 3D World plus Bowers, Bowers, Bowser's Fury. Uh, I'm looking forward Great to playing game. that. Uh, I yeah, love it's, Super it's, Mario it's on, 3D it's, World. It's on a console that doesn't suck now. Thank God. Yeah. Uh, hey, I don't have to pull it Wii out. Wii U, underrated console. That game had console had some bangers, and it was cheap. Oh too. yeah. It, it, do, it does have the best legacy collection of video games on it. I got it's mine a, for so cheap. Amazing. I I split it with my ex, and then when. When we broke up, she said I could just keep it. So I paid for <laughs> half a Wii U. And it was refurbished. Uh, moving on to yep. March. Uh, unless you Ripley Ripley Default 2. I was going to say, did yeah, you have anything to say, to say about Ripley Default 2? I'm very excited about it. It was slated for, I want to say October of last year originally. Maybe it was November. Uh, and then obviously COVID happened and it got pushed, which is very uh, unfortunate because I actually thought it was going to be a pretty big That's deal it. last year. Um, but yeah, I mean, Ripley Default 1 is fantastic bravely second which is the second game in this series this is this is the third game in the series gonna have two in the title um mm -hmm. is also very good i mean uh the team that makes that they also made octopath traveler they just make good good old rpgs don't they yeah i don't uh, i mean one day i would actually i'm gonna be honest with you guys i would love to like jrpgs and i haven't played enough mm -hmm. to know that i don't like jrpgs but boy, I could not care less about Bravely I, Default I used 2. to have a theory that if you didn't play a JRPG early on in your gaming experience, you were never going to be able to like them. I've been proven wrong on that because there are several people that got into JRPGs later on. But uh, yeah, it, they're they're look, man, they're I, very long, big, grindy video games. Yeah, I have an uncanny ability to get into video games, so I think I, I want to play Chrono Trigger. I, I've said that. Twenty twenty one. I think I'm gonna, with I think Will I'm and it. other members of the Subpixel team. Yeah, so I'm going to do Chrono Trigger at some point. Uh, anyways, moving on. Uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon for PlayStation 5. Both of you have played that game that is so already, good. right? Speaking of long JRPGs. Uh, yeah. Oh, good. you know what? Is Yakuza 0 a JRPG? No. No. No, uh, no, but Like a Dragon is. Oh, right, yeah, that's why. Uh, sorry. You... Uh, what about Return Anal? Anyone excited for that? PlayStation 5, March 19th. I which one is yeah. this? It's a terrible oh, name. Yeah, that's, that's that's the uh, that's the roguelike by Housemark. Yeah. Um. I mean, I'm kind of excited for it. I don't want to play PlayStation Five. We'll be playing it. That's about it. Yeah. I, I I'll check it out on my PlayStation Five. Um. 
That's about it. Um, Yakuza Six: Song of Life. Is that's that just, just a, a release? That's just a oh, that's a, yeah. Uh, Monster Hunter Rise demo for you the skipped, Switch just came out today. It takes two, baby. Is that a good game? That's the that's the the cop game by the guys that made. Uh, oh, I am looking for brothers. Hazelight, yes, Hazel. Man, Hazel brothers I didn't... and what's the other one? Uh, Joseph, get out, knock it out, get a way out, the way out, a way, way out. out. Thank you. Um, I I totally should have put this. Karen and I have been playing through a way out. It is genuinely a good co-op game and very fun. Um, I had been putting it off because I heard it was not good. It's fun. I'm having it's a blast. Yeah. There's so much to do. So yes, it takes two. I'm very looking forward to that. And I'm going to play yeah, it. It looks cute. It's funny looking. Um, Monster Hunter Rise, they had a whole release trailer today. Um, I'm very excited about this game. No, I, I should play Monster Hunter World. World is so... I will happily play it with you on stream. That game is so good. I might I might do that. I should get into that. Um, Rise looks good. Uh, they added um, that whip wire thing that looked kind of cool. You can ride wyverns now, so that's pretty fun. Um, and of course, Terminator Resistance Enhanced. We're all looking for. Let's go! Finally, the people have been asking for it. They've been they've been in the forums. They've been on Twitch. They've been demanding. (laughs) Finally, here it is. Uh, Twenty six. I just don't understand it. Like, if you if you've made a crappy game that basically is going to do ninety nine percent of sales the day it releases, why not just have the PS five next gen version ready to go when those consoles launch? Why even act like push it later? And if you have to push it later, then cancel it and make a different game. You're not going to get anything off this. Come on. This is wasted dev resources. My thing is, like, do these games make money? I mean, they, they probably must. They, they make a little How, bit of though. And then they make a lot of money on 99-cent sale, and people are like, what should I buy? And then it's a 99-cent sale. That's pretty sure, much they it. They never play it. Yeah, I guess um april 2021 outriders which is the destiny like i think everything uh, looks like that one's that's that's like the squad based one yeah it's people can fly which always makes some crazy games this could be interesting but yeah. i think it's, it's like you're a team in, of three yeah drop in drop drop out co-op shooter is how they describe it and there's a demo i'll, I'll, out pro- in I, I'll probably stream it twice and if it's cool i might keep up with it but probably not other than that yeah, i'll check it let, out. let it die out back with destiny 2 yeah destiny 2 uh april 22nd humankind uh genuinely yeah. looking forward to that the, i love the a first real competitor to civ civ is um, um civ has gotten pretty i don't want to call it stale because they keep introducing mechanics and stuff but i just i don't like civ anymore i feel like it's just gotten to a point where they don't really know what to do with the series and they keep doing weird things with it they're not really addressing core problems they're not really iterating they're not really actually making sequels they just keep kind of remaking the same game so i'm excited for there to be some competition i don't know if it's actually going to be good or not but let's let's try it it's in early access i believe you can just play this right now to make your own decision on that uh Um, yeah it is in early access right now and i have several hundred i might be on epic uh epic games only um, and I have like several hundred hours in Civ Five, so that was shocking to me that Civ Six was kind of schmeh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you might be right. But while Will's checking that, a uh, near replicant version. I'm not reading these numbers. Uh, re- version one point two, bunch of other stuff. It comes out on April twenty third of the year. Uh, that is the remake of near Gestalt and near the other one. Um, uh, yeah, which I mean, hey, near Automata is a fantastic game. Not enough people have played the first two near games, and nobody played the Dragon Guard series except for me um 
so i'm excited for this I, i'm gonna play it uh it's gonna be a fun slash sla- hack hack and slash game but that's it's near it's gonna be weird and horny <laughs> uh humankind yeah. is uh on uh steam epic game store and stadia currently in early access there you go got it I, I, i'm out? pretty sure i've heard good things about it okay that's good i could be i could be thinking of something again like another civ like but i'm almost certain it's it's humankind um uh yeah so moving on to may anyone know what sire the beginning is i i just opened it up i have no it's clue game we skip over That's yeah what it is. uh death death loop comes I'm out not excited in for may I'm, I'm i'm done looks okay I'm, I, I'm excited it looks i'm excited good, i'm not hyped or anything i yeah, what has me hyped that was like i'll play what it me, but I'm not, I, yeah what has me hyped is the last trailer where they basically did a little bit of the gameplay mechanics talk through and they talked about how basically like you need to kill these three people in a day and you can go kill them separately but you're gonna run out of time so now you need to go in the morning to engineer circumstances such that they all arrive at the same location at the end of the day and it felt like this crazy hitman scenario that's larger and bigger where you're trying to do events so that you're orchestrating people towards certain directions to then execute the perfect mission ending and that's the that thing cool. that got me interested in. If they basically made a giant FPS Hitman level that is longer, bigger, and more complicated, I'm 100% in. Yes. Yeah, I mean, like, but like with like how how intricately designed the Dishonored levels are, I mean, that team knows level design probably better than anyone else in the industry currently. So I'm that, for that much, I'm very excited. Um, like, I'm not going to hype this game up, and I'm not going to wait for it on bated breath. Yeah, I agree. Uh, moving on to June, uh, Back for Blood. That is a game I am hyped for. I'm very excited, very excited to see to the next Left 4 Dead game and, and to stream this game. Yeah. So let me uh, let me pour a little cold water on it. So okay, so this is the studio that made the original Left 4 Dead. Left 4 Dead is is kind of a time and place thing for me, where it was a great co op game when there weren't really co op games, but that's a pretty short game and there wasn't a whole lot of replayability to it in a way other than just like replaying the same missions over and over again. And I'm worried that you can't just make another left for dead in today's world because co-op games have evolved. You really need to have more replayability than that. So if they don't do it right, it could end up just being kind of a, we played together for five hours and we're not going to touch it again. Did you play world war Z the good one? Okay, yep. I would recommend maybe giving that a try because that is just Left 4 Dead with a, uh, you know, it's just more Left 4 Dead, um, and yeah. it it works. It feels good. It's fun. It's engaging. Yeah, yeah. They, but I mean, they did a good I, job of giving you missions. I'm not saying there. it can't be done. I'm saying this is the studio that bet the house on evolve. Yeah, yeah. And that I, was about, I was about to bring evolve. So that's that's the thing. Is like this looks good, but I I I I, I don't know. I don't want to get hyped for it because it, it could just fall flat. Are there two World War Z games? I believe yeah. so. I believe it's a movie tie-in game and then the one that's good. Oh, okay. Yeah, the one that's good is the one I like. And they're making a new game. <laughs> they're making that... The the one that was announced at Game Awards, the medieval Robin Hood yes. four-player co-op uh, game. Uh, what's it called? Is it Hood something? Hood legend... Hood colon legend something. Cold War. Um, so that's everything hashtag hood y'all legends hood y'all legends (laughs) (laughs) um anyways godfall 
Uh, so those are all the games that are currently have dates in the year of our Lord 2021. There is a bunch of to be announced. I don't know if you guys want to go through those at all. I mean, um, we can skim through them because some of these, most of these are garbage. Uh, yeah. I'm excited for 12 minutes. That game is not coming out anytime soon, though, because apparently that game will take a billion years to be finished. Uh, <laughs> yeah, being called 12, 12 minutes. minutes. Didn't they like they like redid a bunch of stuff in that last? They trailer? got a bunch of new voice actors like Willem Dafoe. What, when is Biomutant coming out? I've wanted to play it. I, I looked I think forward they just to said it today that it's within within a couple months. Okay, because it looks good. I, I'm not saying it. It looks like a solid seven out of ten. And I don't mean that in a bad way. It just means like it looks like my uh, Crackdown Three, where I can just play it. And, I feel like, like have that a fun game time. has been in development for a million years. I, I've it's been on my Amazon list forever because i forget why i put it on there and i see it i just leave it there because i see it and i go someday you'll be out what about um earth defense force world brothers which is voxel earth defense force oh is it really that's cool very yeah. like that i like edf does cyberpunk 2077 playstation 5 and xbox series xs come out next th or this year it comes out is it yes. what sadism god god only knows is this um, Dark Alliance did, game related to we, all, we also skipped over Boyfriend Dungeon, which I am excited about. Ooh, that is a dungeon. roguelike where you pick your weapon at the beginning of the run and your weapon is a personified person that you can romance. Mm. Oh, and depending true. on like how, how much you use them and how well you progress with them through the game, you get like you progress the romance path, and I'm very excited about that. Uh, uh, there's that new D&D &D game Cry, coming out. Far Cry 6. Which does not have. Not a excited. Right I'm. I'm over. I'm over. Yeah. Far Cry since four. Four was the one where I was like, oh, I'm kind of done with this franchise. You skipped Earth Defense Four Six. Because let's be honest. E e four e five, like four and five, yeah, were basically true. the same. So six is probably just going to be the very same. True. I got to finish five. Yeah. I just want to play, play it. This time you are you are the <gasps> alien. Bugs. That's how they could do it. Uh, uh, Far Cry Ghost Six. Wire, yes. Ghostwire Tokyo. Ghostwire Tokyo. That could that be coming out this year, actually. <laughs> No, Ghost yeah, Runner came out. Of the year. No, is that, is that game coming out actually? Oh, is it? I tell uh, you, what game? What game is not coming out this year? Is God of War. God, uh, no way. It, it says 2021 there. No way that's coming out this that year. That trailer said 2021, didn't it? It said 2021, but there was nothing in the trailer. It was just yeah. like a, it was like an icon and then the name reveal, and it was like, why are you showing me this if it's going to be out in the next 12 months? You know. Yeah. Okay. Here, here's a question. When do we get the press release that says due to uh, global circumstances, but this game's been delayed? Do we get it like soon, or do we get it in? It's like, gotta be before September? the end of the fiscal year, right? They'll put that out. Oh, I like, yeah. Stay. I'm thinking before. I'm thinking between E3 and Gamescom. Oh, I can see that. Oh, it's uh. By the way, it's Hood Outlaws and Legends. Cause I see it on the list here. Oh, oh okay, gotcha. Um, Halo like Infinite. Game. Does that come out this year? Oh, you skipped. Yeah, you, you skipped. Two big ones, He's actually. Oh, did I? Gotham Knights. Oh. Gotham Knights. I don't think that comes out this year. That's the WB Games uh, Montreal one. Um, oh, that's the Court of Owls been one? Yeah, that, that's Court yeah. Owls one. They've been working on that forever. I still think it's not coming out this year. I don't know. I could see it coming out because they did show a whole bunch of it last year. So they showed a lot more than they did God of War. So it's definitely one of those yeah, things yeah. where they've made progress. It, it does exist. It's there. I also feel like they, I feel like Sony wants that game out, especially. Yeah. Um, the other PS5 one. PS5 needs, needs stuff. The other one we skipped, this is a very soft 2021 date, is Gran Turismo 7, which I'm personally excited for. Gran Turismo games are always fantastic, so I'm, I'm excited to play that one. 
He knows racing games. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Halo what, Infinite. What about, what about Griak, Memories of Azure? Oh, right. We did skip Griak, Memories of Azure. What Azur. is that? Why is Greek spelled that way? I don't like that. What's uh, Halo Infinite? I, you know, okay, I just want to see real quick. There was a rumor that they were dropping the Xbox One version, oh. and I said, good, do it, because it's the Xbox One version that is holding your graphics back. Yeah. Yep, it's a Final Fantasy XIV situation. And then, um, just to be clear to to the viewers, listeners, they came back and said, "No, no, no, that's not true. We're definitely still doing an Xbox One version." And it was like, "Why? You're a year into the new console. Just drop the old version already." Heavenly Bodies, Jimmy Del Rey, and Tom Pritchard for all you A's uh, wrestling fans. Hogwarts, Hogwarts Legacy. Legacy. Uh, do you guys think that comes out this year? I hope so. I I they say it. Did I they, want did they say 2021? Yeah, I think they did. Well, you said I you think don't that. Want to play that? I do want to play it. I think it looks okay, like fun. I, was saying, I really want to play it. I'm yeah, very yeah. excited for it. Yeah. I mean, J.K. Rowling sucks, but other than that. Yeah. Screw J.K. Rowling. Uh, uh, Hood. Hall 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 you skipped Hall Oh, sorry, sorry. I, no, I, I meant to Which say that one. actually a major release. No, I know. I thought it was after. <laughs> I can't count. Uh, okay. Uh, Hollow Knight yeah, Silk, Silk Song. Song. Very excited. I started the first Hollow Knight, and I got a little ways in. But Hollow I think... is a great game. It, they, did, they, like... Uh, Shovel Knight gave you too much content, though. Yeah. <laughs> that game is I, big. It's a beefy $20 game. Maybe made me go back to it. I'll, I'll think about it. Um, sorry for skipping it. Uh, then the Hood Outlaws and Legends. That's the one by the World War Z I don't people. actually care about this game, but I am um, interested to see if it's good. I think it, yeah, I think it sounds good. Uh, Horizon Forbidden West. Very. I love Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, so I'm very excited it. for this game. Ian's not impressed. Oh, Will, since you're getting a PS5. Yes. Oh, you know what? I think it's too late. I don't think Bug Snacks is free anymore. No, it's but, not. Ah, you should totally, you should totally get PlayStation Plus if you don't have it already, because that gets you access to that PS4 back catalog. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Oh man, I can play Bloodborne. At, oh, I'm. Yes, but apparently it doesn't actually do much. It still has a lot of those like like Ugh. frame skip issues. Oh, so That's it's annoying. like. Come on, I can Sony. play. I can play Last of Us Two now. Um, wow. I no, am Last Jesus Us, Christ. Last of Us Two is not free. I, I know. I was joking. I am Jesus Christ is a meme game. Is a meme game. Oh, okay. I was confused. Um, <gasps> Kerbal Space Program Two yeah. is not a twenty twenty one game. It's they even long said story that, short. Right? Long story short is I don't know who's currently developing this game because the original developer got in a fight with their publisher and then i think the publisher started the second oh, studio yeah. and started siphoning off developers and like literally tried to coup the original developers crazy story i i know the game's in development but who knows where it is and who's actually touching yeah. it so I, I i i don't know plus some of the videos they released like the whole thing about kerbal space program 2 is that you're like great first game has a messed up engine it's great that they're starting fresh and then they released videos and it's the exact same jank as in the original game is in Kerbal Space Program <laughs> 2. And it's the type of jank where a spaceship is just wobbling, yeah. you know, like a, like a limp noodle. And it's like, I, I, I want to be excited for this game, but I don't know. Yeah, it's a I game I'll be know. excited for when it comes out and the reviews are good. And I know it'll know it's good. Uh, um, Tina, Bridge of Spirits, which I'm, I actually, oh, from yeah. that one trailer, I was very excited for. That looked good. Big, big Jack and Daxter slash Jack and the Power of Juju Energy, which, like, I miss when we had just those franchise games that were just, like, platform brawlers. Chris, yeah, like, write you... Tack and the Power of Juju down, because we should stream that. Okay. Because I have that somewhere. 
Great. Um, uh, the first the first game whatever second game I recall being very good. Oh man. Um I feel like Lego Star Wars the Skywalker Saga has been coming out for like two years now. You could What's you the could hold up? Me, you could have told me that was already December out game. and I would just believe you. Yeah, it was the December game and then they pushed it. Oh, it's Little Witch in the Woods looks fun. The game is never coming out though, because it's been in development for like six years. Well guys, Madden NFL twenty there's gonna be a Madden game this year, guys. Woo! Is Magic, is Magic Legends the MMO? That is the Diablo like MMO, yes. Oh, okay, got it. Um, it's a, a MMO is a loose term, but it's a Diablo. It's a Diablo like. Yeah, but it's not. There is a Magic the Gathering MMO in the works though, and this is no. Not. That these are the same thing. This is full, this is incorrectly called an MMO. Oh, really? I was I was very excited before because I am a huge Magic the Gathering fan. Uh, because I thought it was an MMO, and then it's it's just a Diablo like. Oh, okay, gotcha. Gotcha. With some MMO, it is more MMO than like than Diablo is, but it's still it's still a Diablo like. Like the combat is Diablo. Oh, gotcha. That makes sense. But there's some um, world stuff. There's some like adventure like world stuff. But like, yeah, it's it's new yeah. new generation Marvel's Avengers that no one will play. Mass Effect Legendary yeah. Edition. Anyone? No. I like Mass Effect. Um, I might pick it up for like twenty bucks. Yeah. Can I just say I'm very excited. People say a lot of great things about Mass Effect 2. I have started that game four different times now over the last decade. And that game is not... It has, like, terrible animation, terrible, like, voice acting. It has terrible UI, terrible controls. So, I look, I really just want people to play Mass Effect Legendary Edition, pick the game up, realize they didn't do enough to remaster, remake it, and go, maybe this game is not great. Two is uh, a good. Two game. is great. Uh, you're wrong. Two, two. Yeah, you are wrong. Two is a two is a good game. Uh, one is so dated that it's terrible, and yeah, three one's... is not a is not a good game. So the problem is that Mass Effect Two is the middle of a franchise, and it's the only good part of that franchise. Yeah, yeah. I I don't want to say it's not a great game, but the first impression it makes in that first like ninety minutes, like literally, I've played that ninety minutes five times over the last decade. Yeah, the, and it is. Hey, Always push me, me well, it's like me and The Witcher right. 3. I, I played that first six hours about a hundred times and I can't get past it. Yeah, yeah every yeah. time I go back, it's the, just... the justification of hey, we re redid our character creator and now you can have female characters in that, in that, in being at Mass Effect 2 is laughably stupid. <laughs> yeah, uh, um, we blew you up off screen. Yeah, like, what? sorry, me. um. <laughs> Uh, new, new, new world? world, the Amazon MMO, yeah, that'll be interesting. I wonder, do you I think might... that'll have a, a a prescription? I almost said subscription. I don't know. Maybe I think you know what it might be. It might be a Luna tie-in game. Oh, so if you have your Luna subscription, you get access to it for free. I think that game's gonna get canceled. I'm gonna say it right now. I don't think that game's ever coming out. So it was I mean, originally it... like New World, like actual New World, and then people complained and were like, "That's probably not a good idea." And then they switch it to more fantastical, right? But it's still kind of racist because it's like, it's fantastical, but the natives are still evil. Here's your smallpox uh, blanket. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's like dangerously close to that Magic the Gathering expansion that is just vampire col like colonizers versus uh, dinosaur riding uh, <laughs> native, native elves. And everyone's like, yeah. man, th this is a weird idea to have happened twice. Um, but yeah, I, I, Ian, you're right. This game gets canceled, or it comes out and then it immediately gets shelved, just like Crucible and just like that sports game. <laughs> we never got that that actually looked good. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. Uh, sorry. Oddworld Soulstorm. I don't care about nope. Oddworld. 
I know I thought people it looked do, good. I just can't. Stop I've never pushing it. I've never played one, but I thought it looked good. Um, what's next? Proto Corgi. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Nintendo X Two. Ratchet uh, and Clank Two is not coming out this year. Don't don't kid yourself. Uh, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Um, I thought like that, that feels like it should have a release date by now, right? <laughs> Same with Horizon Forbidden West. Should have been a launch game, honestly. Should yeah. have been a launch. Both those should have been launch games. But uh, launch cycle was bad this time. Um, yeah. Resident Evil Village. I gotta, I gotta play seven before Village. Uh, seven's great, so I'm excited for eight. I, I just still seven. one of one of the best announce like announcements I've ever seen. Where everyone was like, "Is this an RE game?" And then they put up Village, the Village. And everyone's like, "Oh no, it's something called the Village." And then they fade out the turn the the V. Uh, yeah, the Ville. Into three, <laughs> uh, into, sorry, into eight, and then fade in Resident Evil, and he goes, "Whoa!" <laughs> that was it. Yeah. Was a great double bait and switch. Oh, it was too good. Um, uh, scorn, scorn, the super horny HR uh, Geiger game. I'm very I'm excited to play. Or simulator. Yeah. Oh, it's gonna be so good. Um, Sherlock. Oh, Shadow Shadow Warrior Three. I'm excited for that to be a Game Pass game for me to pick it up and oh. love it. Right. You know, uh, one super fun fact about Shadow Warrior 2 if you have an RGB keyboard that's hooked up to like the Razor thing and all like that, uh, it'll just turn on the letters Wang on your keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> that's perfect. Um, Sherlock so Holmes good. Chapter 1, if that's by the. I think that it's Frogwares. Yeah. yeah, The Devil's Daughter, yeah. although looking like crap and animating like crap, was actually a uh, genuinely good game. That's and what I've heard from a lot, a like lot of people, actually. Skull and Bones! Skull and Bones! Give me that television show. Let's go. I'm so. Oh, uh, we did skip over Skatebird, which things I oh, carry out on most things. And uh, Shimagami Tensei Five for me and nobody else. Yeah, that's just you. Skull and Bones is never coming out. I I am so hyped for Skull and Bones to be terrible. I'm gonna play it no matter how bad it is because at this point I'm just in. Uh, State of Decay Three. Uh, I thought I hated that, two. Uh, yeah, two. I wasn't that into. Three. I mean, I I enjoyed what they do, so three could be interesting. Yeah. Um, I'll have to see how that is. Ian's reading something intently. Um, Stray, which is actually a game that was called something else that I followed for a long time, and then their Twitter shut down, and then right before they announced it, they 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 were they announced they were acquired by Microsoft, and then the game was announced. It's that cat exploring like a Kowloon city. Uh, it's like a cyber cat uh, oh, game. Yes, yes, oh, so yes. back when the idea was first formed, it was just a cat exploring a. They were doing a uh, uh, a model, a CG model of Kowloon Walled City before it was ever torn down. So you are a cat exploring that, and I guess when Microsoft bought them, they kind of like changed ideas and all that stuff. So I'm Wait, genuinely sorry, looking you forward said to Microsoft that game. bought them, but this is a Sony property. I mean, sorry, I meant Sony the whole time. Okay, okay, I was confused um, if it was like a deal where they had to finish the game and then give it to Sony or something. Like that. No, 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 yeah, I meant Sony. Um, yeah, so I, I'm I'm looking forward to that. Uh, Monica for the Switch, System Shock Remastered will be out of early access apparently. I played System Shock That's two soon. this year. Actually, has a release date. Temtem, yeah. Uh, I I thought that actually looked kind of interesting. The Good Life, which is that procedural. No, oh, the no, the Good Life is by um, Swery, right? Swery. Yeah, Swery. Yeah, yeah, Swery 65. <gasps> the Gunk. The Gunk. Is that like uh, the Maw 2? It's, uh, it was like some game where you're like sucking up goo. It's from okay. uh, Steam World. Like goo based. Game. Steam World. Yeah. That's what it is. 
Oh, SteamWorld okay. guys, but it's 3D. Right. They're great devs. They're fantastic yeah. developers. Karen loved. The, wait, 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 hold on, uh, hold on, hold on. What the fuck is Lord of the Rings Gollum? Sorry, what do you? It's uh, a game that's gonna be probably not great. It's by, oh, it's by Daedalic. So if it's a if it's gonna be a story game, they make good story games. All right. Why'd sure. you make a game about Gollum? I don't know, dog. So stupid. Uh, new settlers, I guess. Interesting. Yeah. Um, those who are. Witcher Mostly. Monster Slayer. Is that a novel game? It's an iOS game. Who cares? It's an AR game. It's a Pokemon Go clone. Uh, oh guys, Ultimate gosh. Fishing Simulator 2. Uh, I don't think some, Vampire Masquerade Bloodlines 2 is ever coming out because of let's the Let's skip ahead to the best game on here. Warhammer 40,000 Dark Tide. <gasps> yes. I don't know if you're being sarcastic or not, but I am so hyped for this game. Ian wants to be I'm big boy hyped. with shooty gun. I I really liked uh, Vermintide 2, except that it was a melee game. I was like, I need yeah. more shooting, and this is all shooting, so I'm in. I'm uh, very. I, I love Warhammer. I think the lore is super cool. I think the games are that I've played that I've played of them are great. Uh, I'm very excited for this game. Yeah. Yes, should be great. Um, that's it, folks. That is 2021 in a nutshell. Hopefully, blood for the blood gods, Harkronium. Um, folks. Thanks for tuning in to the first episode of Local Chat. Ian and Chris, thank you for joining me for the first episode of Local Chat. Yeah. Uh, we are Games Podcast. We will probably be doing this weekly. So next Thursday, take a look out for this, 9 p.m. Eastern. Um, yeah, this is fun. I like uh, I like just chatting about video games because Ian and I try to do it very quickly before a stream starts. <laughs> and that's about it. That's <laughs> about our only outlook. Yep. Uh, outlet. Um yeah, uh, Saturday, uh, what are we doing, Ian, on Saturday? Saturday, we're going to be playing Fiasco. That's right. We're going Ooh. back to the cooperative tabletop one-shot role-playing game. It's going to be a lot of fun. Special guest, Jimmy. Oh, He's back. I love Jimmy. I don't know what we're playing yet in terms Jimmy of Carter? playset. Yeah, yeah, that's Jimmy right. Carter. Jimmy Carter. He's bringing bowl peanuts. Uh, <laughs> and <laughs> we're going to have a lot of fun. 9 p.m. Eastern, circle. see us there um that's oh that's so funny and i was joking all day that i was gonna say jimmy carter's coming on the show and he's just saying, gonna he's just gonna join and go peanuts <laughs> we, we should have had an empty chat box and it just said jimmy carter and we were like once he gets that once he gets that oh god he'll be yeah right he's coming he's coming guys he's coming okay, he's joining us trouble with his green screen and he'll be in here he'll be in here oh, he's wow. got lots to say about ultimate fishing simulator 2 <laughs> Uh, <laughs> folks until then thank you uh for sticking around and enjoying this uh episode two next week uh if you like this let us know if you didn't like this also let us know because constructive criticism is constructive uh until then i have been will crosby you can find me on twitter at hunt 270 ian gibson you can find him on twitter at think gibson chris elliott you can find him on twitter uh whenever you want to just just believe at subpixel team at the real donald trump <laughs> Uh, until then, <laughs> this has been a show. Goodbye. Bye, everyone.